DJ Event Planner will change the way you manage and run your business. Streamline all of your procedures and software into one easy-to-manage system. DJ Event Planner, the ultimate online planning tool. Right. Good evening, everyone. It is time to talk gear. Rick, you ready? Yes. Well, gear is everyone's favorite subject, so it, this should be a great one. This should be. This should be. I mean, really, you and I, are. we don't even need to be here. We just have to flash pictures of gear, and it would be like, oh, this is the best show ever. Yeah, the chat will go wild, and they'll <laughs> they'll argue and complain about that, which company's better. And that's, yeah, that's No, this light. No, this speaker. No, this... <laughs> And then it's like, Should no, be fun. no. But yeah, so tonight what we're going to be doing, ladies and gentlemen, is we both have gone through and we picked out, uh, each of us have picked out five of our kind of favorite uh, things that were hot in 2018. And then there's a couple of bonus ones we're going to be covering. Because um, I actually, since, since uh, our last chat or last discussion about this, Rick, I found there's another one I've got to find because it's uh, been kind of a cool thing and I, it completely slipped my mind. So I'll find that while we're talking cool. and then bounce, bounce that into our show or bounce that in later. So, so uh, thank cool. you guys for joining us. We've got Facebook running. There we are. Yes, that one is up and running and YouTube is there. We good deal. Good deal. Um, awesome. Brian, you can't ask how much it is until we talk about a piece of gear. Uh, da, da, da. What was that question? <laughs> Brian has how much is it? I'm trying to see if anybody mentioned gear. Oh, okay. They're, I'm sorry. They're talking to PV, PV uh, pricing. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Two seconds to talk about pricing. Um, because we get a lot of Chinese companies that are trying to do direct business with the, with the distracting news and some of the companies, I get to hear a lot of this. What's happening right now in the DJ industry is a lot of the Chinese companies that are supplying are eating part of the tariff. There's a 10% tariff right now, somewhere between 6 and 10, depending upon what you're buying. The companies are eating part of that tariff, so it's only being a couple of two or three percentage points is what we're seeing right now. What happens after the first of the year when a 25% tariff kicks in? We don't know. So for companies who are telling you that, oh, my God, the t 10% and, and, and you've got to pass that along, may not be completely accurate as of this point in time. Because again, I think that I saw in this past week five different Chinese companies saying, hey, here's a press release saying that we take, we're taking an eating part of the tariff. I mean, the highest I saw, one of them is eating 6.5% of the tariff. So that means only 3.5% is being passed on to the U.S. company. 
there. Now that we've covered that. Cool. Since we were talking cool. about. Okay. So, Rick, I'm going to have you start since you've got your, your list up in front of you there. What's one of the awesome. pieces of gear that in 2018 was just kind of a hot piece of gear for DJs? So, I, I create a formulated a list here of different varieties. So, we got lights, we got mixers, and we got speakers. And, uh, and some bonus stuff that's not related to that. Nice. Um, I figured those are the main categories of gear that everyone wants to buy other than like cables and lesser stuff that you just kind of need to buy. Yeah. So gear are the stuff that we like to talk about, lighting, speakers, mixers. So uh, let's see, where do I want to start here? Let's let's start with uh, the lights. So I got lights from multiple companies here. The first light, and this is by far over the course of owning them, has come to be my favorite light, and I take it out to pretty much every gig regardless of what the gig is. And that is the Shave Wash FX, uh, and preferably the Wash FX 2s now. The 2 is by far, I was amazed how much over the first one it was. So if you guys are unfamiliar, the Wash FX 2 is a uh, fixture. I meant, to, I meant to bring it in, and I'm walking away from the mic. So uh, it's a big fixture, and it's got a bunch of diodes on it, and it's basically a super bright, even wash fixture with, I believe, 180 by 100 degrees of coverage. RGB UV doesn't have amber, doesn't have white, but it's not a game changer. Um, but I use them all the time. I take two of them out to weddings. That's basically the the low end package I take now. I take two of those out to weddings. I DMX them down completely to like zero brightness because they're just way too bright. And then I can kick them up the full brightness and go and light up a whole entire gym for a homecoming of 400 kids. So are you? Uh, that's so, my first product. So you're aiming those down at the crowd. I would guess, or are you using them as a from a hot? Okay, from De- very high. Depends on depends on where they're at. If they're up, if they're up high on trussing, I can aim them down a little bit. If they're on top of my speakers for a wedding, I aim them up into the ceiling. I don't want to blind people. Yeah, they're very very bright. I saw Jeremy Breck got use those in uh, Atlantic City, and he two of them on the ceiling, covered mm-hmm. the whole ceiling. Yeah. And you mentioned how even the cover or even the lighting was. Yeah, those are very very impressive lights. Good, good one to start with. That was definitely a hot That's light. The first one. Well, I've got. I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between lighting and audio. So I'm going to go start with audio since you went lighting. Um, my my pick is one of the hot de- devices, and of course I could go with the 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 one. And I think Rick's going to be covering this one, so I'm not going to t- touch that audio system. But I'm going to talk about the RCF, the the J8 and the J Mix 8. Uh, two of their little array systems that they came out with it as a 12 inch sub and the little array on top. And specifically the J8. I've, I used both of them. I ended up buying myself another J8 because the mix is nice, but I don't care for the mixer. To, because I, I want speakers. I don't need a ceremony system because I bring a mixer and do my ceremony that way. So I have the mixer on my table, not on a speaker. A great little speaker, lightweight, has a lot of thump and a lot of kick and such. Doesn't quite sound as good as others, but it's a little cheaper than others. So you've got your trade-off. You can, you're saving a little money but you're not quite getting as good a sound as some of the others, but it still does a really nice job. And it's plastic, so when I did that outdoor wedding, when it rained and the water came in onto the side of the tent, plastic speaker, plastic box, sitting in a half inch of water, so it never even got into the cabinet, but the bottom of the cabinet was sitting in water. Didn't care. Didn't bother me whatsoever. So the RCF J8, uh, definitely a hot piece of gear, I think, for DJs this year. Uh, and I think uh, just to mention a hot trend with all these odd. Ob- uh, things we're going to be talking about is that, uh, at least stating from an industry standpoint, a lot of these items we're going to be talking about 
it is hard for dealers to keep them in stock right now. True story. Yes. I know the Wash FX2 is for sure. I'm pretty sure it's still out of stock right now on IDJ now. Yeah. I'm so um, let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue. I'm going to talk about my second light and my other light. These are the only two lights I have on here. Um, and that is the ADJ Mega Hex Pars. Mm. And uh, I put this on there because it's the first time I really see a hex light being affordable finally for um, all sort, basically all levels of DJs. Hex has been uh, typically a $200 plus light unless you go Chinese brand, uh, besides the point. Um, but the unveiling of ADJ's Mega Hex Par replacing the Mega, uh, the Mega Hex Tri Par Plus or whatever that's called. I got like 10 of those too. Mm -hmm. But uh, being a $100 fixture that has Hex and uh, you get all the quality benefits about that uh, ADJ stands behind uh, compared to Chinese companies. So that's my that's my second light. Uh, and they, and they, an affordable you the, Hex fixture. You can buy it in a Hex pack. Uh, but those are a little five, yes. uh, five diode. Um, you can buy the pack and at the trade at the uh, the different uh, DJ conventions, great price on those. You can get a great mm -hmm. price on those from others. I have twenty four of those, and I was I would use those for oh, proms, <laughs> the prom this past spring, and I absolutely loved them. And what probably the thing, and I'm I'm a huge fan of the five P from American DJ. I have the five P's mm -hmm. and love those lights. What I liked about the Mega Hex is I've got the same equivalent light, not quite, but it's very 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 close. I mean, you'd, it's bright enough. Yeah, and they're half the weight. <laughs> you try carrying <laughs> 10 of the 5 P's. That's a metal housing and it's a beefy unit. And, you know, I could stack them up and drive the truck on top of them if I need to change a tire type of a thing. But it's the weight part of it. I, after using those, it's like, oh, yeah. So the Mega, the Mega Hex, great pick. Great pick indeed. Um, this one's from a little bit, it's a part of last year, but it really came on. And I was hearing a lot of people talk about this. The Newmark DJ to go to. Uh, became one of those things that people were just picking up at the different shows and putting it in their backpack as a, uh, a backup controller. It allows you to be able to hook up and run Virtual DJ or Serato or you know pretty much anything that's that's um, MIDI mappable. You can use it for the software. You can there's audio. There's two audio outs. You've got every headphone. You have your master out. It's not the greatest quality, but it's a eighty dollar controller with two mm -hmm. audio outputs that are fun that function. So an emergency, it works. Small, yeah. That was that was one I, I was hearing. And it wasn't anything that people were really like, oh my gosh, look at this brand new, you know, like they do with the Pioneer 1000, you know, like this is, look, they weren't doing that. They were like, hey, I got one. This is actually pretty pretty cool for what it is. So the Newark DJ to go to, I think, was a hot piece of gear this past year. Mm -hmm. That definitely was. A lot of people picked that up. Um, so since you talk about mixer, I'm going to talk about my mixer here. Uh, and my mixer of uh, choice for the hot gear was the Pioneer DJ SX3. Good uh, unit. The, oh, a great uh, upgrade over the SX2. Basically, it was like they took the SZ and put it into the SX format. And uh, I, I haven't picked one up yet, but I'm looking at getting one for sure. Yeah, definitely a nice looking unit. So it's basically the SX2. They improved the mic outputs on it. They allowed you to now use two laptops instead of one. Um, so you can flip back and forth easily between DJs. And I think th those are the, pretty much the two main features I think I remember. And, and, and I think the one that we can't, we, that shouldn't, we shouldn't over, 
the mic inputs that they really brought those up yeah. a level. And, and you know, what, what are mic preamps on a controller? Typically, they don't put. That's not where they focus on. They want to focus on the the can functionality of the music performance. They really don't care because DJs don't use microphones, which as a mobile DJ, we do now. So that was one of the cool things that Pioneer did is they really upped the game on those mic preamps in that uh, controller. And then, of course, having two laptops. I, I thought when I first first saw that years a couple of years ago, I thought, well, that's kind of stupid. I'm not a club DJ, so why would I want that? Yeah, I have one laptop set here as the main play. The other one is plugged in as a backup. If something happens mm-hmm. to this one, click, click, and I'm, I'm on my other laptop just that quick. So good pick, good, good piece of gear there. Um, let's see. I'm going to go, I'm going to jump to lighting. Um, and this is actually something that we just talked about with Jim, um, uh, Jim Pullman here with our last show talking about, uh, Bluetooth lights and show with their BT air, uh, specifically that BT air app that can control their uh, color, their uh, slim bar or slim bar and their slim pars. Uh, just a really nice way to get started in lighting. If you aren't wanting to go and learn DMX and do light, you want to have a few lights and do some simple, quick things. The uh, Bluetooth capability of those lights is very, very cool. I'm really hoping, Rick, that at NAM we're going to see more brought into that family of lights. I, I keep, I've heard them talking about what they want to bring into that, especially at Expo. They were talking about the fixtures they want to get into past these PAR lights. And if they can get into them and get them to work the way they stay it's going to be i'm excited to see him yeah it's yeah i've been very happy i mean there are some little little bumps a little bit here sometimes yeah. the lights aren't all in sequence but there's never i've not had a situation and when i've run those I've, I've used them for six events now at different testing and such i've never had a situation where like one was completely dead or one was yeah. completely unresponsive it might be that uh, you know i hit the i hit a chase and that you know maybe they're not changing sequential and the but you know, the guests are like, they would have never said, oh, yeah, wow, that one was red, then that one went red, then that one went blue, then that one went blue. Yeah, they don't care. But, yeah. Uh, uh, the local DJ here, I've actually been out on a couple weddings with him. He owns the the 12, the 12P 12 thing, or I yeah. don't know if you call it 12P. He's got 16 of those, Ooh. and he absolutely loves them. Yeah. He takes them out to all of his weddings. Um, and I messed around with the app at the thing, and it's like you said, it's a it's a good hybrid between DMX and sound active. Yeah, very much um, so. It makes it so easy to use too. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been very, very, very impressed with that. And, the, and I think I've heard the same things you did at uh, Expo. So it'll be kind of, that's one of the things I'm kind of excited to see what they've got going on at NAMM. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to jump into the speaker world, which is probably my favorite topic of any DJ yes. gear, if anyone knows me. <laughs> so let's see, which one do I want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about the first one here, um, the LD Maui 5 Go. Mm, nice. Uh, so I was introduced to this at Expo, and I was blown away and picked it up on the spot just for uh, a battery-powered speaker at the price point that they are talk at they that they offer that. I forget what MSRP is. Is it $9.99? I, I, I was going to say, I thought it was just a hair under $1,000. Yeah. I think it's $9.99. They had Expo pricing, but, um, but this thing... I just recently over the last three weekends have really learned to love this speaker in terms of weddings because I my wedding market picked up towards the end there. I was mm-hmm. sort of lost schools. Um, so it's battery powered. The battery is not in the actual base of the speaker. It's one of the sticks so you can buy a separate battery to just interchange with it and keep going. The battery lasts literally forever. 
I've been out of gigs using it for five hours plus now. Uh, Nice. And my favorite part about it is, and I'm going to probably implement this into all of my DJs as I grow, is bringing one of these to a gig regardless of if you need it or not Um, because it's just an amazing backup. What I've been doing is I've been doing some outdoor weddings lately. It's been kind of colder ish out there so the fire's been like the warm spot at these weddings and we're we're down kind of in the south so dancing's not amazingly hot of a thing down here uh-huh. um, like it is up north but so people went over to the fire and my my main main rig is like 200 feet away and instead of blaring that i just grabbed my ipad with the dj app walked over there bluetooth over to it because it has bluetooth set up the speaker sat down put the ipad on the back let it play some mix and you wouldn't believe how thrilled the brides and the grooms were that i had music down there for their uh, guest at the fire Mm -hmm. and then i took it a step further the last one and used alto stealth and streamed my system down there so that it was all even so nice yeah um, i was was wondering if you had a very swiss army knife speaker and a good price point swiss army knife speaker you can run a battery powered ceremony off of it the key thing is it's battery powered that's just awesome yeah and you could just plop it down wherever and start playing music so that is uh, one of my favorite speakers that has been out now, and I know a lot of DJs have started to uh, pick up on that trend as well. One of the areas where I like to, and I have a couple of battery-powered speakers, but not the, um, not not that particular one, is um, when I'm doing an outdoor event, and it seems like at the end of an outdoor event, there's always people who are the drunk folks who are like wanting you to continue to go on forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been taking the battery-powered speaker and the iPad. Bluetooth connect, set the set that speaker down and let it stream some like yacht rock, like we're going to talk about in the next show, but something that's basically that they it's recognizable, but they're not going to dance to it. And use that music that's at a low, little lower volume to bring these people down while I'm breaking down. I break mm-hmm. down 20 minutes later and then go speaker iPad, goodbye. And out the door I go and they're like, where'd the music go? But now at least I'm not having that, you know, that drunken crowd yet are screaming at the top of their lungs one more so i've been a huge fan of that and uh that uh for next year that's actually the direction i want to get the maui for that specific purpose because i think that's going to have a better sound than what i'm using right now as a battery speaker so cool cool yeah and that's exactly actually how i used it at the weddings too because the fire was away from it went down there set that up let that play went up broke down my whole entire rig and by the time i was done with that they were ready to leave so i just went down grabbed it and left yep exactly Quick yeah. and easy. it w- really works well works well i'm going to keep in the speakers arena i'm going to talk this one um was the the release of the elx 200 series speakers here from electro voice in that line they've got a for tops they have a 10 12 and a 15 and they have um the 18 inch sub and a 12 inch sub the one that i find that i'm liking the most of this is I'm liking that, um, do have two combinations, the 10 top over the 12 sub. That one we've actually used at a couple of weddings, uh, smaller weddings for 100 people or less. So we had the 10 tops and the uh, the two 12-inch subs. The new version of the sub compared to the old version of the sub has noticeable output differences. So you have, in this case, four small speakers easily transported backseat of the car, and it could I think it could easily handle 150 people. Its output, I think, exceeds... Uh, some of the array systems that are out there. The negative thing is that the array system has a wider dispersion. This doesn't because they're a, a horn-loaded speaker. But the coolest part, I think, is the ability to man to manage the sound on your Bluetooth app. 
that I can have all four speakers dialed in and I have it on the app and I can see when they're they're getting to the point where they're starting to have the limit lights coming on. I can do some EQing things. I can shut one of them off and listen to, you know, if, if, when I'm getting the thing audio set, all done via the Bluetooth app on that. So um, that's that. Everyone who has purchased those and have been playing with that have just been absolutely in love with it because you can do the same thing with the Evolves also. But for people who like that horn-loaded speaker, the uh, ELX 200 series has been a big hit this year. Mm-hmm. I would agree. All right. Um, keeping, I'm just going to keep going in the speaker category because I think this is my fifth now. This is my fifth? Yeah, this is the fifth one. Yeah, you're, you're starting number five. Yep, yep, you're in five. So, uh, yeah, my fifth one is, is still in the speaker company. And uh, mine is the Avante series of speakers. Um, if anyone knows me personally, originally when I heard these things coming out, I was like, this, is, this isn't worth it at all. And then I got to actually demo them at Expo. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised at how well they were. And I linked up with them, and now I have a pair of them. And uh, I'm, I was very impressed at what uh, they're able to do now in the, that industry. And um, it's good to see another company now competing in the beginner speaker market, a, a quality company competing in the beginner speaker market. Uh, so originally, you didn't really have too many people uh, focusing on it. And it's good that they're they're starting out by focusing in that market specifically. Um, they're not like some of the other companies that have a lot of the bigger end stuff and those are kind of like their lesser lines that they're putting off to the side this is actually their main line that right now that they're focusing on yeah so what did, uh, what did you sound end up quality was phenomenal uh the the controls on the back the dsp was pretty on par to a lot of stuff mm-hmm. kind of like what you see in ev not bluetooth compatible but uh i was definitely impressed for the amount of money they cost it's definitely worth it and uh it's good to see another competitor in that market. Which one? Uh, which one have you been able to play with then? The twelve or the fifteen? Fifteen. Okay. I got two of the fifteens. Yeah. The I'm fif- hopefully going to get a couple of the subs here to play with. The the 15s, those are what I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah. When you put those together, they definitely, definitely. I mean, they sound good on their own. I played with the twelve mm-hmm. here, and it uh, stand alone by itself. It had a really good sound f- that a person could use at many events. There's no question about it. Um, mm-hmm. It's just one of those things at a 12 in that that more of a beginner area. When people ask the question, you know, do you need a sub with a 12? Yes, with the Avante, I do believe you are best served with that sub under 15. Oh, yeah. Different story. That's the 15. That has a, mm-hmm. a surprising amount of output, and it has a nice, yeah, smooth uh, across from top to bottom with sound the sound uh, spectrum. So. Yeah, for the price point and things, they definitely yeah, they, are, are, are in a great. Uh, they definitely have it EQ'd uh, correctly for what a DJ is going to want to hear. Yeah, because um, I, I I took it out and used them for my school like lunch promos that we do for before the their dance like homecoming or prom. This is yeah. pr- homecoming season, so just set two of those at lunch, hundred two hundred kids at lunch just played music, just banged it out. You know, it was playing bass. I was I was impressed. Yeah, yep, sounded yeah. great good sound and a quick and easy uh it's uh we'll, we'll have to come back and catch some questions here in the chat room so as we we're kind of kind of rolling down our list here so and there's you guys yeah. are the chat's just going too fast to try to try to bounce back and forth so um and we're getting towards the end of our list um my next one uh is actually moving away from speakers and lights this is going back to something we saw at the photo booth expo for the first time um I think I was there. Anyway, uh, from Atlanta Photo Booth, they had the the Rover Photo Booth, which is a little uh, remote control photo booth. Yeah. It's a little. They've got their 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 
they're like a race car type controller, you know, the remote control car controller, and it can go around and they can actually be taking photos with this thing and working it around the room. We actually had, uh, I got one sent up here because I wanted to, to uh, test this out. So it's like, Steve, what is it going to take? And so we, we had one here and it is just a really cool thing. Now it's not great for all events. There's going to be some events where it just, you know, an older couple wedding that it's probably not going to be the coolest thing. But when you have the crowd where you have some younger people and you can drive that around, it's like they, it, it's a conversation piece and people are jumping in front of it and you're getting more people involved with it than you would at a, a traditional photo booth. So uh, the Rover photo booth from Atlanta, Atlanta photo booth, something you guys definitely need to check out if you're thinking about it because it's, it's unique. Not everybody has that in the, in your market. So something to check out. Definitely, definitely. Um, if you want to keep up with the Facebook chat, I've been keeping up with the YouTube. I've been writing that down some questions. Okay. I see. Sounds some, good. Um, good, good, good. So the, those are our top five, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't pin down five. So I got two honor. I don't even know if you call them honorary mentions. These are just two additional ones that I also like to see. Excellent. Uh, that you are do, coming out. Yep. Do one, and um, I've got one more, and then you do the last one, and then we'll head to questions. Perfect. Okay. So the the sixth hot item that I saw or that came out is uh, Denon's Prime series. Mm. Um, so finally, we have a competitor for. Pioneers uh, reign in the CDJ and the pro end market, and uh, it's definitely starting to catch on with a lot of the EDM DJs and the house DJs out there. I've noticed a lot of them are switching over to using the Denons. Um, I got to play around with them at uh, Expo. I was if if I if I get that style mixer in the future, I'm probably going to get Denons. Uh, just the the usability is pretty incredible on those. What they're doing with their uh, software on those, yeah, and just overall the usability of them and they're lighter. Yeah, there's, and, a, there's a key. And it, it, my son, Michael ended up, that's what he played with when he was in Atlantic City, my son. True. And yeah. it, uh, you know, here's here's a young man who's only been DJing, you know, and he's been DJing on an 8,000. 8, uh, so, that, you know, the DJ controller, he, uh, you know, was practiced with it here and there for the uh, first couple of days, a few minutes here, a few minutes there. And he was good to go. I mean, they are, there's a lot of capability, but for just getting into it and starting, you can do it without having to know what absolutely everything does. And then you mm -hmm. watch some of the guys who have been playing on those for a long time, and it's like, oh, that's a cool trick. A lot of bells and whistles. And now that they come out with the motorized platters, there's um, a couple of different options out there, and the prices come down. So definitely mm -hmm. a hot piece of gear, and it's going in the right direction for DJs, that's for sure. Um, my next one this is actually something that ben stowe uh talked about last week a little bit um this is from gator frameworks this is they came out this past year with their quad pod which is basically like a speaker stand but there's four legs on it and the and this is meant for holding up to a uh, a, a 65 inch lcd or, or tv screen monitor what have you they're portable tv uh stands but they're a quad pod so that they won't tip and be all this and they um at first, I, I didn't think too terribly much of it, and then Ben mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, and then I've been hearing people talk about these things, and they're like, "These are absolutely fabulous." They've been, th more people have bought them than I know. It's another one of these little quiet things they're buying on the side, but the Gator Frameworks uh, Quad Pod, you can go and check those out. Ben's got a really great deal on those right now. Uh, I think that uh, more DJs than I knew had gotten into these because it can be in a little little backpack or not a backpack, but a little uh, little uh, uh, bag. You get there, set it up, your monitor's there, and it's stable, which is a really important thing when you're dealing with dances and such. So, yeah, that is my last pick. Very interesting. I didn't know that existed either. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew it was there, but I didn't realize how popular it had become until you start talking and people are like, yeah, I've got one or I got two or one guy. I've got eight of them. I run, I run them like all around the room. <laughs> I did not know. So. Okay. Um, my last pick and, uh, Again, another thing at Expo, and I actually I actually knew about it, but I actually got to see it at Expo. And uh, one thing, branding as a DJ is popular, more popular than ever uh, in 2018. Uh, being able to basically have your own clothing, branding yourself, that sort of stuff. Social media, you see it everywhere. Uh, so my pick is the Jetpack Backpacks. Nice. Uh, one, because it's a backpack designed specifically for the needs of a DJ. And I... I I'm blown away now that I've been using mine for a couple, for about a month now. Uh, and two, you can brand it. So it's a win-win on both sides. And I know a lot of DJs are starting to pick them up and they're really loving these net backpacks. And for those who are wondering how it's branded or what's different between that and another, first off, it's a well-built backpack. There's no question about it. Do you have your, yeah, Rick, go grab it, please. Um, but what they've done is they actually have in the front because he has it embroidered and they have a zip, a, you know, a spot to open. So you can actually, the, the embroiderer can go and they can get inside there to be able to put the back parts in that they need so they can actually embroider to it. So it's a, a kind of a cool thing that they can do that and yet the pocket on the inside still functions. And of course, they've got different versions of it and they've got uh, for some that can carry controllers, some that are doing this, that, and the other thing. Um, definitely a, uh, a, a great backpack. This is a, if I wouldn't have just spent $200 on backpacks this year, I looked at that and I was like <laughs> so close. It's like, no, I got, I just dropped a bunch of, a bunch of money on backpacks for this year. But I think they, I've got a 15 year old who was looking at that and he's like, yeah, if I get a logo dad. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk later. Uh, who, who makes that again? Orbit concepts is the name of the company that um, is with jetpacks. Jetpacks is the brand, Jet, but orbit is. concepts is who uh, owns it. And, there's there's some stuff that I didn't even know that notice um, until I just recently flew with it. Uh, they have like a little slot on the back that you can slide over your suitcase so it stays on your suitcase. Yeah, by the handle, yeah. And then and then when you go through TSA, the laptop portion you don't have to take your laptop out. You just unzip it and fold it out. Nice. So and then you just zip it back up on the other end. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I like that. things like that. Yeah, yeah, but they definitely had some. They were going through and giving me all the different little things on that. And you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. I never thought about yeah. that. <laughs> you know? uh, it's got a pin holder. I was like, yeah, and a business card holder. I'm like, you don't, you don't realize that until you start using the backpack. And you're like, how many times people ask for business cards and you got to go digging for your bag versus it's just right there. I, I hate that. And I, I've got a couple of the Ariba, uh, Ariba cases that have the little card holders in the top of it. So I've got, Ooh. it used to be my mirror ball bag was one of them. So whenever when somebody come, I just know it's like, okay, I got to find my mirror ball bag. It's quick. And now I don't carry mirror balls anymore. So it's like, screw you. I don't, uh, and if I don't run some specific lights, I don't have any Ariba cases with me. So yeah, it's like, okay, now I got to find a, a way to handle cards. So yes, having that on the backpack would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do we have for questions or thoughts or in the chat rooms here? Facebook has been, it's been pretty quiet here. Um, so I, I was seeing questions on um, Maui Five Go quality. What was what's um, our opinions on the quality of those spe- of that speaker on sound output? Sure. Uh, personally, I, I I'm pretty impressed with the sound output quality on those. Uh, the dispersion uh, being an array, basically, it's got a very wide dispersion. 
And uh, the clarity that I've noticed when doing ceremonies with these instrumentals and stuff like that, that you can really notice the clarity of the sound output is pretty phenomenal. I'm, I've been blown away lately listening to it. When you get into more dance, punchy music, I mean, you only got an eight-inch sub to work with there, so you're not going to get much punch out of it. Um, so it does lack a little bit in the low end, but that's, again, not really entirely entirely the purpose of that speaker. So For sure, and I think that's the, the big thing I want, we need to leave everybody with is that for the right application, that's a fabulous tool. And mm-hmm. it won't work for every application. It has a very, very specific use. And if you're trying to use it as a main sound system, to even two of them as a main sound system, you're going to be grossly disappointed. But Unless it's like 50 people or less at yeah. that gig, uh, you're going to be kind of disappointed. Yeah, exactly. But still, a great tool in the right application. It would be for that time when the uh, the wedding, <laughs> the power in the room dies, and basically you've got your laptop and your battery-powered speaker. Can you be and the And your super- battery-powered lights. Yeah. And can you be the superhero? <laughs> oh, yes, you can. We were the only <laughs> wedding that survived, and we partied for another five hours. Yeah. So... Keep that in mind. The battery backup stuff is really a cool to have at times when you're in situations like that. All right. What else do we have? Um, I also noticed questions about the JBL's version of the, the line array speaker. I'm assuming because everyone knows I have the, tons of JBL speakers. So. That would be the JBL One? Yeah, the Eon One EM1. Pro. So the Pro is the battery powered, and then the just the regular Eon One is the non-powered one. Um, I've heard it for how much they're charging for it, which is, I believe it's over $1,400 right now, um, is the market price on it. It's, it's, it's not really worth it. It does have a pretty beefy mixer in the back of it. I think it's got like six or seven line channels yep. on it. So if, if you're a little musician and that's something you need a mixer for and all built in one, it's awesome. But uh, personally, for the money, if you're a DJ, I didn't see it being worth it. And uh, I listened to it and I put the Maui's clarity higher than that speaker Hmm. now that's the pro that's the battery powered one i didn't actually get to listen to the non-powered one but i will assume because i'm going back to ohio tomorrow and chris the dj associates just picked up two of them and he's been calling me and bragging about them so (laughs) So we'll see have some hands on time good (laughs) we'll see very nice um let's see ben gordon asked uh specifically me tagged me on it um, uh, two two sub or two tops one sub setup. Uh, do I run tops through my sub or vice versa? Uh, currently, right now, I use the DriveRack PA2. But if you don't have a DriveRack PA2 and you don't have anything that does crossovers uh, externally, um, you would definitely want to run your uh, input through your sub to your top so that you can use the high pass out feature. Um, in the sub or sometimes the tops also have a high pass out feature so that you are not pushing all of those bass notes uh, below 80 hertz, 100 hertz from your uh, tops so that your tops have a little bit more breathing room to get a little bit louder and your subs will fill in that bass area. And most of the modern modern powered speakers have that capability where they're rolling off those frequencies and they've got that crossover built in on the input signal side of it as opposed to the other side. Um, I, I think the biggest area that when a person's dealing with it, when you get your drive rack and you're doing that, you can mix and match brands in your situation if you wanted to. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you're trying to mix and match, uh, let's let's say you're wanting to use a a 
a Sermon Vegas sub with an EV top or JBL top. Some of the some of those speakers are designed that when they were the cutoff point. Let's say I wanted to set the the uh, roll off point or the crossover at at a hundred. Well, one of them may have it where it gets to 100 and then it basically is shutting everything off beyond that. And the other one might be where it's getting to 100 and then it rolls everything off beyond that. And sometimes, depending upon how they work those roll-offs and cutoffs and such and how drastic they are, they may not match up that well. So there's just some little nuances with the, when you're doing those uh, mixing and matching areas. And your best, if you if you need to do that, invest in that external crossover like um, like what Rick is have, what he has. Mm-hmm. So, uh, day and night asked another question about the Maui five go, um, is the perfect speaker for ceremony slash and or cocktail hour. And, uh, you hit that right on the head there, man. That is exactly what that speaker is for. Uh, I think John can, I would, I would well. agree. I would agree. That is a fabulous speaker because if you need to move it for some reason, because there's a micro, it's too close to the head table and you're having a mic issue, you can do that. And, uh, and it, you know. the big selling point that, or at least that I tell people is this is a speaker that you can go to a battery powered ceremony, then literally unplug whatever it is, grab your iPad or whatever you want to Bluetooth to the speaker, grab it, take it right up to the cocktail hour and start playing music. Yeah. And the battery will be good for the whole entire time. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. And just about as long as it took Rick to explain that is about how long it takes to do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quicker than that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they are, they are a nice, a nice tool. That's for sure. Uh, I don't know if he, you can answer this. I can't really. Uh, how much clean output do Bass Boss, Bass Boss DV12s versus the big speaker manufacturers? Bass Boss, I think, is to a point. In DJ speakers, Bass Boss is in a different realm, I think. I think, I think, mm-hmm. I think Bass Boss is getting closer to the, the uh, concert-level sound systems that... Um, small to mid-level concert level. Small to le- mid-level, yeah. They're, they're headed in that direction. They're closer to that than they are to DJ speakers. And that's even going to Electric Voice with their top of the, you know, the uh, JBL with their top of the line uh, DJ speakers. Bass Boss is above that Those, in, yeah. in, in sound pressure and such. Money-wise, they're, they're, they also cost that. There's no question about it. You're paying a lot for that. Most DJs do not need to be that loud. I mean, there are some, don't get me wrong. I, as a wedding DJ who only does a few school dances, I don't need to be that, have that kind of a sound pressure. And some DJs who have that kind of sound pressure like to abuse that sound pressure. So if you're that way, it may not be the greatest speaker for you if you like to just play it as loud as they possibly can go because they, speaking from DJX, but when I'm sitting in the other end of the convention area and I can hear the bass boss on the other side of the, the area... Yeah, Bass Boss has a lot, um, a lot of bottom end, has a lot of a uh, lot of sound pressure capability beyond what you'll find in most DJ speakers. Uh, so big big block entertainment asked. Uh, so you got the Evolve fifties, which accept Bluetooth. You got the LD Maui five Go that now accepts Bluetooth. Um, so you're starting to see these trends of Bluetooth speakers out there. Um, um, he wants to know if there if we found a way to run Serato through Bluetooth versus using XLR. And I think that that more or less comes down to what you're using uh, for your computer. Your computer could, if it has Bluetooth output, you should be able to use Bluetooth over to it. Yeah, you, John, you, yep, I, you, I, I on your Mac, yeah, you could easily on our Macs go and select a Bluetooth out. But then we lose a lot of uh, a lot of potential. Uh, True. With our controllers, I mean, this, our, my controller has a better sound card than Bluetooth for surely. 
So, I mean, we'd lose that capability. If I were going to do something with Bluetooth and I wanted to Bluetooth the speakers, there are, um, there are companies, and I, I don't know if there's any DJ-specific companies that are making this, but you can find them on Amazon, and they're a single transmitter that'll take a stereo signal, and it has basically two built-in Bluetooth transmitters. So you can transmit one signal that way and one signal, you know, that kind of a thing. And that would get you uh, Bluetooth stereo. Now, there's with Bluetooth, there's unless you're into Bluetooth 5, there's latency. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of lag. So if you're mm -hmm. trying to to beat next to what you're hearing out there, you're not going to like it because there's that half of half of a beat off type of a thing. Mm -hmm. But overall, I mean, I've we actually use that uh, the, a device like that. Um, my son has set up an area where he lifts weights. And we wanted to uh, go out there, and we we bought one of those little devices so that he could send the um, the Bluetooth to two powered speakers. And we had, you know, a cheap little ten dollar Bluetooth receiver on that one, ten dollar receiver on that one. I believe that that transmitter was like twenty dollars or something, whatever it was. It was not breaking the bank, and did it, and it uh, it worked worked pretty well. So they exist in that field. Um, I, I think we're going to see more things Bluetooth in 2019, just because that technology is coming along and again when we're seeing lighting controlling getting it i think that the audio is going to make a big jump next year in that bluetooth arena also mm -hmm. uh and uh I, i'm i'm kind of on the on the non-using any wireless right now for main speakers um i just i can't i, I can't take that chance yet I uh, secondary speakers secondary speakers backfills side fills sure i'll use wireless but my main speakers, I'm not running wireless anytime soon right now. My, my thought with that, I agree with you completely there, Rick, is that if there is a glitch and people would be able to like, if it would be glaringly obvious, a side fill, if there's a little, you know, if it goes out for a tenth of a second, people would be like, did I hear that right? Or was it like my ear pop or something? That if your front fill goes, your front speakers go out at a high volume during the dance and all of a sudden it loses like, you know, two beats in a measure, you'd be like, dude, <laughs> you know, yeah. I would agree. I, I wouldn't trust it in that realm yet. Um, uh, lag freak ask: uh, Are JBL Eons any good? I've, I I and you're more of a JBL person. This is my opinion. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I think JBL it. speakers have a specific sound. I think mm -hmm. if you would blindfold someone who has heard JBL speakers before, I think I could have. JBL plus two other speakers, and you would be able to pick that JBL out of the out of that lineup almost every time. No, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I I agree one hundred percent because uh, it's you're gonna whatever whatever one you don't notice uh, uh over what whatever one has a flat sound that's that you know that's JBL. Yeah, I, I um, they they definitely have a very unique sound, um, and some people don't like that sound. There's just the reality of the situation is that some people like the big boomy bass of the old uh, Sirwin Vega earthquakes. They're like, oh, it's not bass unless it's that thing going on. Yeah, heavy distorted. Exactly. Some, it's just a, a, a sound preference. Um, some, of the, some of the less expensive lines of JBL are less expensive, and they, just, they may not have the quality and such of some of the, the mid to upper line. Um, but if you are a fan of JBL speakers and you need some less expensive speakers for fill or for you know, rental or something like that, I think you'd be completely happy with with any of the uh, JBL speakers because I've had, I've had the more expensive ones here and I've had the less expensive ones here and they they all sound sound decent. It's just what application do you want to use them with, and I think that really uh, becomes the big thing. 
I will say uh, on my personal side because I have I have owned the JBL Eons, I've owned the PRXs, I own the SRXs now, and I own VRX speakers. So I own a lot of the JBL lines. The Eon, um, it's first off, it's a six year six year old model now. Uh, the Bluetooth software on it is very dated at this point. They haven't updated it. Um, I've had a lot of I had a decent amount of issues with it. I don't really recommend that speaker too much anymore. Uh, just because it's it's kind of it's shown its age now, um, it does have a good output. It has really good SPL. Uh, it's clean output. You can EQ it and make it sound good, and it'll work perfectly fine for your preference. In fact, uh, my buddy that I sold my two Eons to still uses them, and I've I just went back and I've listened to them still to this day, and they still sound great. Um, it's just, and they haven't really dropped the money. They haven't dropped the amount of money they're charging for them uh, over the years. So, uh, personally. I get Evo, um, EV ZLXs over them. That's what I recommend right about now. Sure. And that's coming from someone who's actually touched them and played with them in the field. I've only mm -hmm. done office things with them. So good. Yeah. Thank you. That's that's good to hear because yeah, I don't get to take speakers out into the field as often as I would like to because they send them out and they're like, okay, do a video on this and then I need them back in two weeks. I've been very lucky that the ones I have worked with have let me keep them. So. Excellent. Uh, and... uh it helps when you have a lot of friends that own a lot of speakers. I'm working on doing yep. some comparisons and stuff out in the field here. And most hopefully. of my friends have the same speakers. It's like, okay, we, oh, hey that guys, sucks. I just bought the Evolves. Oh, I did too. I did too. I did too. Okay, great. Thank you. We're going to just echo each other all day long. I, I've got quite a different ones right here. I got some ZLXs. I got a dude that owns Evolve. I got a QSC guy. And then I got all the JBL you could ever want over here. Oh, nice. So Nice. Uh, yeah, we got a quite a bit of variety over here and we're trying to make some videos here in the future comparing these speakers out in the field uh let's see we got probably time enough for one more and i'm gonna have to wrap up here um because i think we're down to the point where we're down to matthew at the bottom there talking about the control yep. do you any uh control s4 i don't i don't really know what that is yeah i don't i'm not familiar, I'm not familiar with it either uh, matthew sorry i can't i can't help you out with that particular uh that particular native instruments um device i bet I bet after Nam, because that's exactly the area in which my my Michael is wanting to go live in that area, in that <laughs> vicinity of Nam. I'll be in the DJ, the lights and the speakers, and he wants to go and talk about controllers and audio interfaces and different things for producing music. So I bet you he'll he'll run across that. But when uh, when is Nam? Nam's January twenty third, somewhere in that ballpark. This is where, and we're going to be doing a lot of a lot of things coming out. Uh, live streaming from out there and, and bringing videos. We're going to be trying to turn videos, do more videos from the show, whether it's live, uh, live streams during the show, or if we can, uh, if we have to, we're going to go back to the hotel because we found out last time we actually have a really good internet connection at the hotel we're at and uh, we can, we can upload things. It's just, I wasn't prepared last year to, uh, to, to uh, do that. So we live and learn. So, well, gang, we're going to wrap things up because we've got uh, to get our next show up here in just a few minutes. Rick, thank you much for your time tonight. This was this was thank kind you. of fun to hang out and chat a little bit, and we'll have to uh, get bit. yeah get back together uh, as we get closer to Nam. I'd love to uh, to as we get more information and such from the different manufacturers, get our kind of our pre Nam insights a little bit and talk more. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So if you guys, uh, if you haven't uh, go out to YouTube, you can go and search uh, for Rick Webb out on YouTube, and he's got a great channel out there. Does a lot of videos, gear review, and things, and he's out there. Um, do, you, do you have a uh, you, the custom URL for that? 
I can't remember what it what yeah, what it is exactly. It's like DJ Rick or something. Okay. But you, you, all you gotta do is search Rick Webb. I'm the I'm the first result. You don't need DJ Rick Webb. Excellent. So yeah, go pop, go out there, check in, get uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel, watch the videos. He's got a lot of great content out there, and he'll show you things you probably didn't know about with when it comes to gear. So Rick, once we're looking at match. we're looking at mixing here soon. Sweet. How to mix? Basics. Nice. Uh, that'll, uh, that'll be cool. I'm, I'd be interested to uh, interested to see that. I like learning what you younger guys are are doing and how you do it because you haven't. You guys have grown up with it where I didn't grow up with it. So there's things you guys be like, oh, that's so cool. I was busy playing with rocks and sticks when I was young. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you much, Rick. We'll catch you guys later. We'll back uh, in with Brian and Ben in about 15 minutes. Nice. See you guys.